I guess I could just plug. I I could ditch. Uh, yeah. The headphones you at some point. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. We end this. We end this. <laughs> I know what we could. I I have an idea what we could start with. We will start with. Jake. Yeah. Would you describe yourself as a long-time listener to the podcast? Um, I I watched the first three episodes, and then I was in the middle of the fourth when I last stopped because of work, and uh, I started <laughs> listening. I listened to Rob's uh, this morning, and I was in the middle of Megan's before that. Um, I definitely want to go watch the whole thing again. I stopped. Ah! Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> you need another book? I need a book that's less round than this goddamn. Just get that. another. <laughs> Fuck to be the first word of your con- your thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Editor, uh, however you. I mean, we uh, keep, we try to keep it. I, we, I guess we should have said this pre actual Skype. We do try to yeah. keep it PG thirteen maximum, which means okay. that you know just keep your fricks and your craps around instead of your <laughs> other words, your f's and your shits. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> thank you but as a as a long time listener well quote unquote i guess would you call yourself a long time listener that's the first question i think like i am you know i've been listening to you for and the, the stuff you say since before this podcast existed so yeah i feel like i'm that's true you are a long time listener but, i mean i was in the middle of like the whole cats thing like yeah, i was in the middle of the movie reviews i think i had like one more episode of those to go or maybe two i forget so oh, wow. um all by them and i actually really want to go back to um where you were at with that and i realized yesterday i should have been continuing to listen because i had to actually drive um back and forth to my old building to clear out the classroom um and that was episode right there and as soon as i got home i was like i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> uh, i was so mad i was sitting there like like I couldn't find any no good music on the radio, and I was skipping everything on Spotify. Like Will knows. <laughs> oh my god. The, well, what's your Spotify playlist at right now? Um, By numbers, do you know? I mean, I delete. It's still much smaller after the purge. Um, and I haven't been skipping. I was just in a really bad mood on the drive home because I had been working literally since like well, I did one classroom and the other. So I was, I I, I, I pack. I, I basically was working for twelve hours, like unpacking stuff and packing stuff up. Really annoying. Wow, that actually uh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> now it doesn't want to tell me how many there are in my songs. They updated Spotify again. <laughs> <laughs> well, one day for context, Brendan, on our drive back from Tennessee, 10-hour drive, we went through Jake's entire, I think it was at like 1,100 songs. Yeah, it was. And went through the entire library and deleted 400 songs by the end of the trip. <laughs> And uh, oh, that was uh, still one of my proudest accomplishments to this day is narrowing that down. <laughs> Were these just songs that you picked out and you're like, I like these at one time, and no, then time or sometimes they were just like gimmicky songs, like oh yeah that song, but I actually like didn't think about it as I was adding it, and like I gotcha. never let, let alone all the way through even like more than like ten seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> every time in the car listening to spotify i'm gonna they'll skip this song you would always skip get low by Flo rider that was on there no i don't know <laughs> i don't know i, actually, I had that on a playlist <laughs> i had that on a whole playlist and i always skip it so i get that 
Yeah. It just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same as like sixth grade or whatever. Like I've I've added some songs, but not many. Okay. Well, we are here today with Mr. Professor. Or oops, Thanks. Jake. <laughs> okay. This whole thing is is crap, right? I've been cursing yeah. the whole time. I mean, cursing is fine. Cursing is fine. Yeah, it's okay. We'll be okay. okay. We'll be okay. Right. Oh, all right. Start it in however a normal way you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jake, would it make you more comfortable if I gave you the breakdown on what's happening, or do you want to be surprised by the segments? We have two segments. Definitely surprise me by the, by the oh, segments. I was surprised. Okay, okay, okay. I'm actually going to go to the bathroom. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> He's on his phone too. Will it? He doesn't even get the decency to take us with him, Brandon. Don't you want to? Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't be a part of it now. We should. We should have fucking put that on the podcast. I yeah. think the whole session. I think we should start it right now. Like, um, with that we start now and that we're waiting for Will. Like he as he is peeing. Okay. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> but yeah, man. So man, thanks for um, agreeing to come on. Oh but, no problem. I, as soon as I heard the first episode, I was like, I gotta get on. The- <laughs> um, yeah. Like a couple of people was talking about. I'm like, I that was a conversation he had with me, and I'm like, I remember this, and I gotta get on this show. Yeah. So that's how that started. So I'm like, all right. I, I was like, I immediately, I was like, at will. When when am I making a? Okay. Yeah. I am. And, and now, <laughs> now you're in the hot seat, Jake. What three adjectives are you feeling right now? Um, can you unprepared? <laughs> um, excited. Um, that's a good one. Guilty for uh, not working because I've got about like eleven hours of grading to do still. <laughs> really? Oh my god, dude! Like, nah, I've been grading like a fiend from before, and I'm just tired of it. And like, mostly, like, I try to grade, and then you get emails and. Yeah, dude. I mean, working from home. I'm so excited for the school year to be done in a week because, blah, my God. I know. So then you'll be playing. Right now, I feel like it's like a vacation right now, but it's still like the back of the mind, which like I leave the stove running. But it's like, do I have an email from a parent that I got to go deal with? Oh, uh, that's you... a pain in the ass. I my assignment missing. It's like because your did your kid turned it in blank like he did for the last. Times where it's like, okay, the sentence now, and it's like you attach the same document, and it's like it's still the same document, blank. <laughs> Your nothing has changed. Once they have not been doing anything, they've just been pushing submit on Google Classroom, and, <laughs> and that's not like a crazy thing. Like, like I would say, every teacher I know about a th- at least a, a roughly at least a quarter to a third of their kids do that. Really, a quarter? Yeah. yeah. Do they go, oh, I didn't realize I submitted a blank? Is that, like, the excuse? All percentage of those kids actually do either turn, like, do the assignment and turn it in afterwards or, like, immediately have it. But most kids just, like, nothing. Never. And do they ever, like, do they fail? What what happens? It depends. I mean, my district, mostly no. Um, they're going to they, they uh, get exempt in most cases um, at the end of the quarter. Don't always know that. That's my dog plan. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald, Reginald, um, Reginald, um, P fruit. Um, what have you been calling him? P what? Reginald P fruit. P P fruit. Fruit. Yeah. Well, fruit is uh Sam's last name. 
and uh, P um, for penis is what it's going to stand for. <laughs> oh, that's his full name, Reginald P. Yeah. Oh, I get you. Okay, I thought you were saying okay, he okay. urinates fruit. No, no, no. I was P- like, I don't understand that. Like Reginald P. Fruit. Okay, I get okay. you, I get you, okay, I get okay, you. Okay, okay. No, it's just a letter, P, but actually. Yeah. So I've been calling him, like, Reggie Penis, or, like, Regis Penis, like, re- like Regis Phil. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, I mean, did you give him the P? Like, was the P decided before or after you saw the shmi that he was packing? Oh, after. <laughs> Um, when we got him, he had, um, you know, we rescued him and he has like a weird scar on like his like sack and where it meets his, and Sam was like, what, why does they, they mess up? Like when they were neutering him, we took him to the vet and they're like, no, um, they, they did this correctly. It's a clean cut, but they had to do two cuts likely for this. And I don't know what the medical term is, but, um, basically his, one of his nuts did not descend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Healthy, but his only defect is that he had an undescended ball. <laughs> <laughs> and so, is it still there to this day? Or, or? No, he, oh, he's got no nuts. He's got like uh, you know, he's got the shaft, but he's got an empty sack with a, a scar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but you know, we don't we don't got Regis penis on our show today. We got Jacob. Yeah. Hooray, or Professor Jake, which is what we'll yeah. be calling you today. Oh, man, prepared for that. So um, you're going to out me as a terrible in this um, this uh, podcast today, I think. And I uh, expectations that- are high. I mean, <laughs> not- every there's like your friends that you have. Like Brendan is like, you know, he's like the funny guy to me. Jake. Okay. Is, you're like you're the science guy and you take on that moniker all right which is a general <laughs> science knowledge i i mean just tell me one thing before we get started before we actually jump into this yeah, have sure. you ever owned a piece of apparel or clothing with albert einstein's face on it um probably yeah i think I oh you're such a science guy okay <laughs> <laughs> That's enough credibility for us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have uh, a few questions for you to establish your credibility as a scientist. We sure. have several, tri- uh, you could call them trivia-styled questions, but sure. you have to answer and, you know, give us the what's what. Prove to the other listeners out right. there that you're not a clown or a fraud. You know that, you know, that I like certain sciences and not all sciences. So, um, Brandon, for instance, we go to, I mean, when trivia when night was happening all the time, yeah. um, before, um, Will moved before Corona. We used to go <laughs> science, it's like, all right, Jake's got it. But um, it would never be a space question, which is my specialty. And when it was, it wasn't even a real space question. It would always be like, which space shuttle? And I'm like, that's history. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. A biology questions. I didn't know what it's called when Reggie's nut doesn't descend. I don't know what this is called. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But I, I have high hopes. We're believing in you, Jake. We're believing in you. Let's do it. Uh, first question. This is right in your wheelhouse. All right. What are what are the the big three laws of physics? Like Newton's laws of physics? Yes. Or like 
like the three law, like the I guess uh, like Newton's of, laws. Newton's laws. Newton's laws. First law is you know objects at rest tend to stay in rest, and objects in motion tend to stay in motion. So things have a hey. Uh F equals ma force equals the product of uh, mass and acceleration. And That's true. Yeah, and the third law is um, every action is an equal and opposite reaction. Oh, oh look at you. You fucking nailed that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the second question, Will came up with this one. Please give us a verbal recreation of a Punnett square. A verbal recreation of a Punnett square. Okay. Um, and do so use your fingers, too. <laughs> okay, cool. So imagine like four squares in a grid, kind of like that. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know about um, genetics and DNA, um, most genes have uh, two alleles, question mark, or are they two different genes? I don't know. Um, bio question. But um, <laughs> yeah, and so when you, when you have a mommy and a daddy and they make a baby, yeah. you have yeah. a mom and dad of the two pairs. So you got, right. you write a little box, put mm -hmm. two letters letters here representing different genes. and then you grab one of each and make four different combinations in each box and those are the possible uh, combinations that the offspring might get that'll wow. work that's that beautiful that was beautiful you're you're one of the last remaining everymans of science at this point oh I wow sure. <laughs> uh, what happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force and can you give us an example um, I cannot give you an example. It's impossible. Um, <laughs> by definition, you can't have both. You know, if one of them is if one of them is unmovable, then there's no such thing as uh, an, an unstoppable force, and vice versa. You can't have both, um, unless they just don't interact. <laughs> I have to say. So. Okay. One of I them mean, is, well, well I, I have to disagree with you because obviously Batman and Joker in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. You you oh. had that that's my basics of science. So, <laughs> um, okay. I was who was the unstoppable force and who was the um, immovable object? In immovable object would be Batman because he cannot his he his will cannot be bent to kill, and then the unstoppable force is the Joker because. No one can stop him from continuing continuing to create chaos without uh, killing him. Okay, I thought it was the other way around when like Heath Ledger is you know hanging upside down and he's on in by the building. I thought he said the other way, but okay, sure. Um, well then I'm beat. I guess I am an hell sign. That says that if you accept those definitions, then um, they're really the same thing. It's different reference frames in physics, but which way, it depends on your observer. You can pretend right. that. One's not the other one, or that if they're really both real, then they just pass through each other and don't interact. So huh. that's very fun. I was gonna say, but yeah, uh, I have encountered an unsolvable force, and it was uh, Jake's mom's thighs grinding against me. Oh man! What do you say, Jake? It's cutting out a bit. Oh no! This is the terrible internet in my house. But is it working out at all? Better? Yeah, you're good. It sounds better now. Am I literally holding my phone off of like the book so that the speaker has room? But maybe this will be better. Who knows? We'll try. 
Is it still bad, or is it better? Now we're getting weird sound. Is no, it... no, you're good, you're good, you're good. Oh, we're we getting good now? Good. Okay, we're yeah. Talk now. <clears throat> Hello. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, okay. Reggie, not taking you outside, my dude. Right. <laughs> As I take my dog for a walk, I guess. We'll continue the podcast, because he's going to keep ringing these bells. Yeah, that's perfect. fine. Um, okay, Brennan, you're up. Sure. Um... True or false? Iron is attracted by magnets. Um, I guess true. It's ferromagnetic. They named um the main type of magnetism that we think about after iron. So sure, yeah, true. Yeah. That is right. true. And can we get a tangent? Are you actually able to explain how magnets work? Um, you don't have I, to. I just want to know if you can. I can, yeah, and I can do it. The short version is um that um all particles have some kind of um. Are, are all in, inherently magnetic, but electrons are very much so. And uh, depending on the material and the alignment of the electrons, if everything works um, in the atom and then the material itself, the uh, effect of all the electrons, instead of canceling each other out, is amplified to the uh, macroscopic scale, and you can have a magnetic chunk of stuff. Wow. Usually the electrons cancel each other out, so the, all, the electron, all the magnetic fields just don't do anything. Wow, can I? Uh, you, my neighbor is having a pool party across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, you just on the Wi-Fi. You just put uh, put me back in sixth grade. You put a backpack on me. You got out my notebook and my pencil. I literally felt like I was in the classroom while you were saying wow. that. Thank you, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stand near here, Reggie. You're not gonna pee or poop because you're just gonna see what's going on with. <laughs> right. Like I want to be and make you take me to the vet, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this is good. this is going to be a tough one, Jake. And All there's right, no there's no way around this. What cool. is 70 degrees Fahrenheit in Kelvin? Yeah, that one. I'm um, <laughs> well in Kelvin. I can give you an estimate, but I can't give you an exact number. Okay, let's get an estimate. Yeah, that's easy. Like 70 degrees Fahrenheit is probably like in the upper 20s of Celsius. Um, so in Kelvin, that'll be like 290 or 300. Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. The answer is 294. There you go. Dude. <laughs> That is actually legendary. My man just did a Fahrenheit to Kelvin conversion. No pen and pad. Well, you know, I think they convert. You know, the convert's really easy for Celsius and, and Kelvin because it's the same scale, just shifted across by 273 degrees or so. Oh, so. you're pulling out the deep science. Okay. I, mean, I was Googling, like, quantum mechanics stuff before this because I wanted to talk about the nature of the universe. Oh, should we? with <laughs> Calvin. I mean, I, I'm, man, I'm kind of, like, if we you want to, man, I'd be down for that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Here. We only had, I a, mean, what should we do? Would wanted to clarify your expertise, and I think we have. I think you're, yeah, I agree. I, I, I do think you, you smash it out of the park. Cool. I'm going to put, give ready some treats so he goes in his crate, and then he will be less of a pain in the butt. Reggie, let me, boy, so you're not bored. Um, here you go. All right. Ready when you are, gentlemen. All right. Well, I, 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 let's do. We have a really quick fire off segment. 
Right. And then let's dive into your deep uh, universal knowledge, Jake. Right. Well, I mean, I don't have to. You know, I don't have any uh, speech or anything prepared, but we can talk about it. Right? Oh, no, I'm yeah. sure we'll find something. Um, but this is called a bitchin' or bitch-ass. Oh, We're going to tell it, say something, space, and you have to tell us if you think it's bitchin' or you think it's bitch-ass. Bitchin' or bitch-ass? Like, bitchin' like, that's bitchin'. Bitchin' I'm like, that's good, bitch-ass, like, like, diaper. Yeah. All right. That sucks. All right, uh, Pluto. Okay, very conflicted thoughts on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... See, whatever I say, it's going to color whatever I say. It's like, Pluto is bitch in but um it, it I, most people if they knew it would say no pluto is bitch ass i would say <laughs> okay that that's a nice take i just think remember a conversation with will here where he was like pluto should be a planet and i told him it was smaller than the moon by a lot and he's like never mind that's stupid screw pluto i know i'll <laughs> always hate pluto because i'm like smaller than the moon like the moon already sucks and then it's like the pluto pluto's even smaller and everyone's upset about it yeah yeah right <laughs> um Brennan, yeah, go ahead. Uh Orion's belt. Um I'm gonna say that one's bitch ass. Like uh, constellations are boring. Um they confuse people in that they're important, but then only they're really only use in astronomy is remembering like trying to describe where a star is in the sky. Like yeah. they're not even like gridded in like a good way. It's just the shapes that you're familiar with. So they're like all awkward. Like literally someone took like a like these awful cookie cutters of the sky and made like 88 terrible jigsaw pieces. And so that's not <laughs> yeah. a way of saying that's where it is. You kind of have to go, like, it's not, it doesn't describe it in a scientific way. It's just like, it's in Orion could be, is a lot different than in a, I don't even know, in Triangulum, because Triangulum is like three, three main stars. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny ass. Oh, okay. Orion's mission okay. because it gets you interested in science. Cause you look up, you're like, it's an easy one to see. It's bright. Orion's right. belt the hunter is kind of easy to pick out it's got some good stars in it it's got um beetle uh beetlejuice it's got rigel and it's got ryan's nebula right below the belt right where like you know a schlong would hang (laughs) (laughs) probably i think constellations in general are lame okay all right that that that's a great answer uh the pillars of creation pillars of creation are uh definitely bitchin for sure they're definitely bitchin um they are part of the, I think, eagle. Um, and nebulas are awesome. And they look super cool. Um, fun fact, those pillars of creation are probably destroyed now. You did not know that. They're gone? Yeah. Like, if, if you look up, you'll still see them. Like, if you have a telescope that can. Oh, because light is. But, like, currently, like, they're probably actually been mostly blown away by, um, like, a supernova in the area. Like, is like, like, slowly blowing all this stuff away. I mean, it's fast, really, really, really big, so it takes forever to do it, but yeah. So it's more like the Pillars of Destruction now. Yeah. (laughs) Hey-o, put that, get me on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That that guy that starts with a B that makes stuff for G, and then Shiva's coming in like, boom, like, screw your uh, creation. We're going to get rid of that. Uh, (laughs) um, I think seventh grade history with Hackbarth. Oh, um, my God. Who still works there and is still, I think, the weirdest teacher there. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on blast. Hack bar. Here's my question. Um, <laughs> more uh, the internet's getting really bad as well right now. 
Okay. Well, um, it'll be fun um, for our viewers, I'm sure, <laughs> to see how real this operation and professional it is with all these internet issues and my dog in the back. <laughs> um, so that'll be cool. It'll um, be iconic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Andromeda Galaxy. I probably said that wrong. No, that's correct. Um, right. I'm a bitchin'. It's the only galaxy in our local group bigger than ours. Um, right. And we're going to collide with it. It's one of the only blue shifted galaxies. We think it's moving towards us. So bitchin'. It's cool. Oh, that's cool. It makes the first Mass Effect game. Um, with this that's true. That, that game sucked. That game sucked. You know, that's going again. I got a follow-up question to that. Is Do you think, could you theorize, that there might be humans in that galaxy that also enjoy sucking on toes? Humans, no. But there's somewhere on that okay. galaxy. There's, there's toe suckers somewhere? Definitely somewhere. I got toe <laughs> sucks toes. Reggie sucks toes and eats ass, is the joke that we say. He, <laughs> <laughs> he eats whose ass? His own? He'll try to, like, bite his tail where his butt is like lick his butt oh then, my god <laughs> damn Re- reggie's a freak yeah <laughs> um elon musk oh man that's another conflicting one you know because like people are like all the soy boys on twitter are like elon musk is my god and i must follow his every word you know mm-hmm. um, both sides of the political spectrum too actually follow him in that way um although he's lo- he's lost some clout with us um big libs well i don't know if you're aware of that oh yeah, I, yeah. he's reopened the factories yeah he's he got he tired of waiting and he's like all right i need to make some money again um uh, yeah <laughs> about that and he kind of dissed that so you know that's not great um i mean i want stuff to open too you know but i don't know you don't got to be a jerk about it mm-hmm um, and he says some weird stuff every once in a while. He kind of just, like, wants to be reactionary, you know? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the way he tweets anime or and then the stock market stuff, right? Like, that was a thing. I, like, he... I mean, I like it that he's a billionaire that, you know, tweets stonks, LOL, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that he wants to give people free internet and make people go to Mars eventually. It's all good stuff. It's what I would do if I was a billionaire, probably, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So what are you going to do? And he's just weird. But, I mean, overall, as a con- contributing to society, probably bitching because he does look a lot of cool stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Highly respectable. Um, and I guess you feel the same way about SpaceX. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, same way. Um, you know, they're cool. They're getting stuff done. But, like, you know, their whole thing with, like, like I had, like, actually, when I was in college, um, I had, like, a independent, like, uh, not an independent study class. Oh, what did they call it? Um I don't know. It was a class that they pulled out of thin air when the professor left, and they couldn't make us graduate because they, they needed the, we needed the classes. So they it was near the Kennedy Space Center, so they pulled a bunch of um, NASA guys over to, for like um, presentations and gave us a project to do. And the main guy who would come says, you know, we have a friendly relationship with SpaceX. We we they do things their their way, and we do things our way. NASA is like super like weird and just by the books methodically. We're thinking of every risk and. Um, like action and um tiering the uh priorities of things and like it's every little thing that they could possibly think of is like laid out as mm-hmm. much as they can. um mm-hmm. is like we're doing it fast because we need to do it now um so like they don't worry about it they don't test things as long you know mm. but musk doesn't care if when he's making these landing 
reusable rockets, which are dope, if they explode a couple times, because um, he's like, I got the money, it's cool PR, let's do it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cost of doing business. That's very interesting to think about that. I guess in the pursuit of science, it's kind of like, I don't know, how, how do you argue against that? Or yeah. uh, really wrong with SpaceX. You know, they, they took it seriously enough, they didn't kill anybody when, on this new recent launch, which was also awesome. I'm not saying that they're unreliable, but they don't do things like as methodically as NASA does. That said, I don't want to um, suck NASA's dick here for too long because, you know, now they're like, we got to go to the moon by 2024. And everyone there knows they can't do it, but they have to say we are redoing it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, bitching or bitch ass Europa. Europa is the most bitchin' place in the solar system, besides the Earth, probably. That, that is a take and a half. Yeah, I would you say. You like the icy, icy wastes? Yeah, because um, there's definitely a, a salty-ass ocean underneath those icy wastes, and there's some squid boys swimming around in there. Probably not for Do sure. Do you really but think? If there's a, like, place, there's a place in the solar system where there's more than just, like, um, you know, microbes. microbes. Or, uh, like organisms, Europa or similar icy moons in the solar system, or even actually Kuiper Belt bodies like Pluto might. Um, there's a lot of small worlds like that, that that are heated for one reason or another and have those oceans that have a good chance. Oh, that's so exciting! Cool. I would love a, I would love a Europa squid. I mean, that's like, not, you know, it's not likely, but it's it's possible. How much do you think that would go for at like your fancy restaurant, Europa Squid? <laughs> it's like a seventeen thousand dollar menu item minimum. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of like think like so. In what context is this like like the future where like people are going to space often? They're, they're farming and yeah, they're fishing squid in Europa, shipping it across back to Earth. Yeah, it's going to transition slowly from being like literally like right now it costs ten thousand dollars tens of thousands of dollars for every pound of anything you put in just to get it in orbit to earth wow so, um that would be a priceless thing forget that <laughs> oh much money get back home do you do you think that like and then to eat it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> to eat it like the world would be like en- enraged <laughs> dude that is elon's plan all right he's gonna I, and eat it in front of <laughs> Oh, that would be like the biggest, like, that would just be the biggest, like, troll of all time, wouldn't yeah. it? Like, to be on Twitter eating. Like, he would announce food. aliens, but not until he said, like, he would lie and say, this is the first and only one we found. <laughs> and then, like, okay. Footage you know, is released. You know, thing. But I did eat it first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, what about the moon Titan? Titan is also um, bitching. Um, it might have, like, an ocean under it, um, but it might not. Um, and on it's weird, though. It's like, a, it's like a really cold version of Earth, you know, because you just have all the same um, chemicals, but, like, shifted down. So, like, things that are – like, ice is, like, might as well be rock there. It is hard, it's hard as rock. Um, mm. But, like – Gases like methane and ethane make lakes and stuff. And there's like, there's a thick atmosphere, so you can have weather and lakes. And it's like most Earth like place in the solar system. It's just way cold. And people think, well, you could maybe have like life that works instead of with water as your main solvent to mix all your soups of different chemicals together, maybe with like ethane and methane. Um, but you don't know. You don't have any examples of that. That's very fun. That's fun, man. 
Now, what about Our Moon? Our Moon, I think it's bitching, but I think in a scale, compared to other places in the solar system, as a place, it is not the most interesting, but its effect on Earth is really important. So, like, we mm. would only get the moon, probably. We would have, um, we would have wild seasons that got either, like, really bad over time or really extreme and maybe never have, it might never be habitable enough for long enough for complex life to evolve on Earth if we didn't have a moon. Because what the moon makes special is that it's really big compared to Earth. So, And then, without the moon, the, the waterbender tribes couldn't have defeated the firebender tribes. So, you've got absolutely no um, eclipses for the day of dark sun, the day of black sun. <laughs> Which they didn't even do anything. They botched that invasion plan, you know. And they then did botch it. Yeah. The uh, uh, Fire Lord Ozai anyway at the end. He's like, I'm going to talk to a dragon turtle and learn how to energy bend and not kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I'm going to risk it all on this thing because I have more than I'm a monk. <laughs> I just read actually a thing on it was the most interesting BuzzFeed article I've read in my entire life. It really hot takes from like Reddit they basically just stole of un, like unpopular opinions about the series, like things that people would change. And some of them were conflicting, but um there were a, a bunch that you watch don't reread it honestly because you'd be like, oh man, they should have changed that, they should have changed that, and it will like make the show not as good. Mm. But this pretty if you want some, if you want, like, if you're getting sick of everyone being like, "Oh, Avatar is so good," I'm so glad it's back on Netflix. All my friends are talking about it, like I'm doing right now. Then, like, go read that article and you'll be like, "Yeah, the show sucks." It'll be. Good to know. Yeah, uh, that I mean, the turtle thing, definitely the lion turtle thing was weird. But our final, our final bitch and her bitch ass. Um, astrology. Dude, astrology is the most bitch-ass thing ever. Like, <laughs> like, that's up there with Flat Earth for me. I hate it so much. Really? That's strong. I mean, Flat Earth, but, like, most people know that, like, half the people in that community are just doing the memes. Um, not all of them, though. Um, I actually, I was listening to your podcast with Rom about it, by the way. And what you guys oh, are saying, yeah. it's, no, you can't have a cute planet. Nuh-uh, by the way. Um, <laughs> And then it's weird because right before that, I did what I usually don't do. And I was looking at Twitter and, um, dude, this is full circle. I literally saw this post on Twitter today from one of the astronauts on that Dragon SpaceX thing. It was a view from Earth. And this guy commenting was like, classic fake. This is wrong. Jeff Field doesn't melt steel beams. Literally the almost exact same argument. Like, <laughs> of like, you know, like the window seal from like, like, like you're in a plane, but Earth. Like, and he's like, that rubber seal would have failed. In, in space because it's too hot on entry and people are like are you a clown it's on the inside and he's like withstand it heat temperature glass melts at 600 degrees celsius and he's like it's, it gets hotter than that when you um you know uh take off when you're launching and stuff so i'm like oh my god for standard temperature and pressure <laughs> going up in the atmosphere you're moving fast and is less air um so the pressure is lower so the melting point is different and it's totally reasonable that it wouldn't melt and then i looked and he's like a, he's like a misinformation like dude he's like i'm woke. Uh, i found like three more flat earth things and i commented on all of them i'm like eat my oh jay <laughs> you're like the the, the, the vigilante yeah, yeah. I turned a huge douche but i'm like i gotta do it but flat earth elon musk 
Earth uh, and uh, like with uh, SpaceX, all that stuff right there in one thing. There yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, but let, let's get in. Jake, give us like a what were some of you were reading up on earlier for quantum physics? Researching this stuff because I thought maybe when we were going to talk today, you'd want to talk about like the nature of your universe and get more like metaphysicy and being like, are we even real? Um, you know, why is the universe the way it is? Kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, the um, there is one question that Brendan thought of earlier that i think well i always like going down the entropy route you know i love to talk about entropy I love entropy so we, i can get into that and so brendan asked earlier when is the sun going out and i bet you can tell us a lot about the kind of you know okay i can go from there to like the probabilistic nature of the universe and how things are whether they're determined or not that's great all right that's great so the sun is gonna go out in about five and a half billion years um you guys or if you guys know how stars work at all i'll probably tell you in case the listeners don't know yeah um, it's gonna be huge they don't stop listening to my this episode because of all the times the internet cut out or reggie was being joined. <laughs> <laughs> um so stars and i literally just taught this to my kids in uh through a digital lesson um the other day um but stars work um because they are fusing hydrogen into helium so you're taking little atoms and you're smushing them together but you're not making molecules they're actually like the whole nuclei collide and you get one it's not like two you know balls two electron clouds it's one big atom basically so mm-hmm. actually it, depending on the type it's it's not all one step but the overall thing you take four hydrogen atoms you shove them together and you make a helium atom and that new helium atom weighs a little bit less than the four hydrogen atoms originally did so a tiny bit of matter in the um course of that reaction it gets converted into energy like mc squared kind of stuff um and it really what happens it spits out like gamma rays um so like and then the, like light basically yeah. um and then bounces around the inside of the sun for a long time before it gets out to the out by the time it does it's not as high energy anymore it's just regular light but that's what's giving light off that's why the sun is shining and then also it's what holds the sun up because it's a lot of mass in one place gravity is trying to crush it down to be small but the pressure from it like mm-hmm. Pushing outwards. There, so it's like a you know like a balloon kind of thing. Um, that's how everything works, really. I mean, like you know, gravity. You don't. Gravity is a weak force. It's like the most bitch ass force. Actually, it's the weakest. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. But in space, it's one of the only ones that works long distance. The electromagnetic force, light, also works long distance, but so does gravity. And in space, things are really big. So if you have a lot of it, um, a lot of gravity, and it can work over long distances. So it tends to matter a lot for, for in space um, oh that's so interesting yeah but anyway with what was there going with that um the sun gravity's oh, pushing us that's basically yeah so in it, gravity wants to make everything smaller and denser um but then everything has its own pressure like you know if you just squeeze on something you can tell how hard it is by based on usually it's just intermolecular forces or whatever keeping things afloat but for a gas you're like okay or a plasma which acts like a gas you're like how is this thing not getting crushed it's not a solid thing. It's because it's always kind of like being inflated by fusion. But mm-hmm. that only works as long as you have hydrogen in the core to uh, to burn to fuse. Once you run out and you have all helium, you can't do it anymore. So for temporarily, um, gravity starts to win the battle and crush it down more. So it gets okay. but when it does, the pressure is hot is stronger now in the middle. It gets hotter, um, and now it's hot enough and high pressure 
to force all the particles to get to hit each other harder to get closer together and now you can fuse helium into heavier elements into carbon and uh, uh, oxygen but when you're doing that um, the fusion it's got different pressure um, so that's what it, that's when it starts into a red giant when it starts fusing um, helium instead oh um, my god so it gets so yeah so our normal sun as we know is like big and yellow and you're saying like a red dwarf is gravity that just it like smushes it into like a red dwarf and it's using well it's just, now. it's it's like you have the regular you know yellow or white or whatever star um and then um gravity's temporarily like not for long you know squishes it down but then as it's doing that as gravity starts to win fusion kicks back up stronger and then blows it back out again harder um, gotcha. but now it's a bigger thing basically but, but it's cool but actually cools down to me red because it's still producing like a similar amount of energy, but because fusion makes it bigger, there's less energy per like square, you know, mile or whatever on the surface. So it's better to get less cooler um, and, and lower light, so it's red. That is really fun to think about. I mean, how long can it do this? For like years and years, it can use no, helium. Well, so stars are on when they're not when they're fusing hydrogen after like they start doing that as soon as the star is like that's when it counts as being born. You know, that's like it turns on once fusion starts. And it lasts that way for all stars 90% of their life, but it depends on the type of star. Um, heavier stars can fuse uh, hydrogen for longer. I'm sorry, for less time. Because they're, they're uh, okay. heavier, bigger stars, more crushing power, faster fusion, but it also burns through all its fuel faster. So like big blue stars are young. They don't last very long. They only last you know, on the order of millions of years. Our star is like kind of middle-sized. It'll last billions of years. And the tiniest red dwarfs, they, they last trillions of years, which is, which is older than the universe is. So there's no red dwarfs have died yet because they last so long. Oh, so my long. God. That is really fun. Yeah. Um, but so our star is going to die. And it's, it's about four and a half billion years old. It's got about 10 billion years of total lifetime. Um, so it's got about you know, another five and a half left. Um, but it spends, you know, about the first 90% of its life just fusing hydrogen. So that's called the main sequence. It's la it, la it lasts the longest time, so it's the main stage. Once it's a red giant, it's got it's it's like a, it's like in its old age now. It's like it's gonna die soon. It's got 10% of its life left. About. Gotcha. Right. And then it does um, it just kind of continually sheds off its outer layers, basically, mm -hmm. as it's like it gets kind of bigger and puffier until it just kind of loses its round shape and get like just a gas kind of like slowly shedding like an onion and you get mm -hmm. a, a around it and then the core though gravity keeps crushing and you just are left with a white dwarf which is no longer a real star it's not fusing anymore it's just a ball of carbon and oxygen that the helium uh became fused together and it's not fully get it's going to very slowly cool down but this is not visible to the human eye in terms of like a human on earth would be frozen at this point or what oh, Earth when that happens. So the red giant gets so big, it'll eat Mercury first, and then Venus, and then Earth. Dang. But can we bop onto Mars and just you watch could, it from Mars? You probably could. Mars will be warmer because the sun will be cooler, but closer to Mars by then. Oh, like that'd be pretty. So we could have this is just I imagine in the future, like a Mars beach party. Everyone's it's like summer <laughs> internal summertime on Mars. Yeah. We're going to have a, an Earth destruct, Destruction viewing party. Yes. And there's like a DJ and everyone's like looking as the red yeah. dwarf. Oh, God, like... A billion years or a couple hundred millions of years, you know, when you're good. And it's going to yeah. warm up. It's bigger and bigger. Um, but then once it's a white dwarf, you're boned because the white dwarf is really small. It's really hot. It's hotter than the, our sun is now. 
um because it's the core and it was always really hot it's white that's why white 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 light is a uh, higher intensity than red um in oh. this case like a mixture of whites like red and blue and yellow and green so it all looks white um um but uh it's small so it's not producing that much light so it's not going to heat up mars very much and then that's when everyone freezes everything freezes yeah okay okay well that's pretty fun yeah i mean we'll be long dead by then but that's horrifying (laughs) 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 that that fusion only works because of quantum mechanics and because little particles do weird stuff that doesn't make sense so um it's actually this like stars are actually usually not hot enough even though they're like millions of degrees at their core so for fusion to happen usually um they're usually um like it would only have a little tiny bit of fusion they would run out like it lasts a long time um and it burns more fuel than it should for the numbers and pressures there but like it basically it's trying to squeeze all of the you know hydrogen atoms close together and make them touch want to touch and fuse because uh the strong nuclear force is the strongest one but only works over short tiny you know proton sized distances it has to get really close together and then atoms stick together but it's hard to make atoms smash together because the electrons will want to repel each other so you have to make atoms hit each other really really hard for them to stick together and it's not hot enough most of the time but because quantum mechanics is weird sometimes um atoms have more energy than they should or sometimes they're not where they're supposed to be they might be like off like they should like, like the probability that it's here mm-hmm. is strong but it might be over here instead and that's close enough and so fusion happens a little bit more because of that it's enough for it to happen. okay right. i mean is this applicable in our daily lives like not with stars do we have like quantum you know quantum stuff in tiny ways or something i mean mcgrab like magnetism like we were talking about is a quantum mechanical effect it's only because electrons it's a particle and it has you know it's not a probability thing electrons always are that but it only works if the electrons are the right way so that one's one i guess like okay so like random number generators for like uh security purposes so like it's really hard to get a truly random source because like like when you when you're when you tell your computer to make a random number it's usually just picking a number you know based on something that you could predict like like maybe like the like the hundredth or thousandth place of like whatever time it is right now it just takes that number and goes boom there you go here's a random mm-hmm. number it'll be random to you but it's not really you could you know figure it out <laughs> um so like when you're trying to make really secure encrypted encryptions based on like a like a, a random number random number string that you could use to decrypt it for someone you need an actual random number that no one can figure out um, and one way to do that is um, from like quantum mechanical effects, like um, radiation is a quantum mechanical effect. Actually, like that's a truly random thing. They don't you don't know when it's going to shoot out a uh, a proton or a neutron or whatever. Um, oh wow! Cool. You no, know, how it happens at a certain rate, but you can't say when it's going to happen. So like that's one you can use for um, like the emission of heat of particles works too and you can use other things that are close that are chaotic that are you can't predict like weather or stuff like that um like you know random fluctuations in weather data but um so like that security thing works that's the randomness of quantum mechanics is important for that so, so they use like they, can they like catch a proton they're like okay this proton is like seven or or is it is it even comprehensible i yeah. can't imagine you can, you can. I mean, it's it's not a crazy experiment. I did it in college. You gotta get like a little radioactive thing. It doesn't have to be a strong radioactive thing, because 
regular protons or whatever, or when it, uh, sorry, not protons, I guess, uh, if an alpha particle is like a helium nucleus, actually, it's two protons and two neutrons. And it doesn't have a lot of energy when it goes out, actually. It probably, can, it probably can't even penetrate your skin. You still keep it in a secure container, but it's not that big a deal. Um, it's not the kind of radiation most people worry about. But um, you can just have a detector that measures when it hits it, basically. Um, and you can literally watch a counter go off. Okay, there's, a, there's the first alpha particle. There's the first set of part, the first particle. And then a few minutes later, there's another one. Or a few seconds later, depends on how much you have or the uh, angle. Okay. Actually watch them go in. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. I mean, I wish I could have that for my ordinary like raffles, you know, just a little uh, <laughs> atomic thing on the desk can be like, yeah. okay, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> there and say, okay, I'm going to give a little point like or make whatever, however many hits it this time. That's the number one through 100. And then that's your random number. Bingo. You. Oh, damn, dude. That'd be lit. Oh, yeah. I got to email Nasty for that, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I mean, we're kind of out of time, but um, I want to that a little too heavy science, probably. But uh, I, I I enjoyed the science. He, uh, no, no, I definitely want to have you back on and talk more I, more stuff. I definitely have yeah. more questions. Yeah, I think like we could. I I really enjoy like your knowledge of space stuff, like the idea of some, you know, just like the red dwarf not dying thing. Yeah is uh, like those kinds of little tidbits about space are so interesting to me like it's almost like mythical but in real life um yeah. like that idea of like this undying yeah it's, it's um, very if you ever want just a quick one too if you don't want a whole episode of science stuff but you need like a like a science fact a short one like an interruption of uh another episode with just one topic i can boil it down to Ooh, that right. would be cool too i cool. like that like professor yeah. jake dropping by <laughs> a little segment yeah no definitely like but no, thank you for joining us though it's such a pleasure to have you yeah man Happy to be on the show shout out to mom and dad bless up yeah <laughs> and reggie right. reggie regis pages so uh we'll be back <laughs> we'll be back next week um so peace out and see you later adios